Because if I could tell you one thing you could do every month that could get you 50% of your whole revenue for that month, would you do it? And you probably would say, yes, I would definitely do that if there was just one thing I needed to do. Are you a product-based business? Maybe handmade or importing? I do both. I'm spending my own cash advertising on Facebook and Instagram to help grow my two Shopify stores from scratch that I started in 2020. So join me in this diary type podcast where I share real time challenges and wins as things happen day to day in real time because we often feel less alone in our e-commerce journey when sharing the challenges with someone else. If you're just starting out or growing your small online business, I think you'll find my experiences motivational as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. Brought to you by one of my e-commerce shops, theturtlejournal.com.au. Hi, welcome to Aussie E-Commerce Mum. This is episode number 37. I think I'm going to call it, if you're not doing this, start this straight away. Or start this now if you're not already doing so. Because if I could tell you one thing you could do every month that could get you 50% of your whole revenue for that month, would you do it? And you probably would say, yes, I would definitely do that if there was just one thing I needed to do this month for over 50% of my revenue. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. And if you listen to any of my previous episodes, there's no surprise, the answer to this is email marketing. Yes, email marketing. I want to talk to you a little bit about something I've been thinking about lately with email marketing and what I'm calling the tipping point of email marketing. The sort of the point where you've got enough customers on your email list that sending an email actually feels like a worthwhile exercise and you see actual results for a lot of the emails that you send. Not every email and sometimes, you know, not emails for weeks on end but then other emails you send you may end up with a bump in your revenue of hundreds and hundreds of dollars so this is critical to start as soon as you possibly can i can't stress this enough with email marketing is that it's something you should start from the very beginning so if you haven't already started email marketing whatever stage you're at in your e-commerce business you should start today you absolutely should take the time and get something like Clavio or mailchimp i use Clavio because it's so specific to e-commerce get yourself an email service provider and start collecting email addresses today that's my big takeaway for you i have two takeaways from this episode i really want to drive home that if you haven't already started email marketing today you should start email marketing the second thing i want you to really take away is that if you do email marketing already you need to double it and you double it by resending your existing email. So every email campaign you decide to do, you send it twice. So that's my second takeaway, is that if you haven't already started email marketing, today's the day to start. And my second takeaway is when you send an email, send it again every time, (laughs) because that becomes the email where I have found the revenue comes in. So let me break all of this down a little bit for you. The tipping point I wanna talk about is a little bit of like I said it the the point at which you find the list that you have of customers has grown to a point where sending emails when you think about a percentage of the percentage that click through the percentage that yeah open your email the percentage that click the percentage that purchase which is you know if it's a typical e-commerce percentage 
you need a certain, you know, a few hundred of people or a certain number of people on your email list to make that percentage viable. So I've talked about before, you know, if your conversion rate is 1% on your website, if you have 50 people come to your website, that's half a sale. So that's not, you know, it's not reasonable to expect to get a sale if 50% of people rock up to your website in one day. If the typical e-commerce conversion rate kind of standard across the board is 1%, we have to have 100 people visit your website to expect one sale. And email marketing is very similar, except that email marketing is far better. You usually get a far higher conversion rate with email marketing, and I absolutely found that to be true. The first sale I got from email, I had 10 people on my email list. Like, And, you know, did I think having 10 people on an email list was a legitimate email list? No, of course not. I thought it was ludicrous. But everybody starts with zero. Like Nobody's immune to starting with zero on an email list. So when I got a sale with 10 people on my email list, I was pretty excited could <laughs> fair to say I was over the moon because I hadn't expected it and I was so stoked and of course like I've talked about a lot before suddenly the whole concept of email marketing was validated which is why I've I've lent into it heavily since then in the last two two and a half years and continue to do so for 2023 and if you spend money to get traffic to your website like I do as well then a pop-up is even more important because it gives the opportunity for visitors to your website to join your email list. So what do you offer those people to join your email list? It can be as simple as a PDF download. That's what I offer on one of my websites or a discount code, which is something I offer on one of my other websites. There's different things and you can try out different things. And there are ways to make your pop-up not spammy, particularly if you have Klaviyo. I can't stress this enough. With Klaviyo, you can do so many different settings in the back of your pop-up so that it doesn't show up continually to the same person over and over every time they see you you can delay it so they only see it every week or something if they come to see you or every month you can even delay it so that it when it goes away it still stays on the screen in a in the corner do you know often you close a pop-up just out of habit and then after browsing a website for a little while you think oh i, I could really do with that discount code now i've closed that pop-up well, in Klaviyo, it's really cool because you can set it so that when someone closes a pop-up, it just drops down to a tiny tab in the corner and they can pull it back up again if they want to, if they start browsing your website and decide, actually, I would like that PDF download after or I'd like to join this email list or, yeah, I want to join this giveaway or, yeah, I do want this 5% discount or this $10 off, which is really cool. So if you are starting email marketing or thinking about it, I reckon a pop-up's a great idea to your website. But at the very least, you know, for the first 12 months, I didn't have a pop-up. Actually, probably 18 months I didn't have a pop-up. I just had a subscribe block in my footer on every page. And that's how I was collecting email addresses in addition, of course, to when customers placed orders. Then I automatically had the little box checked on Shopify that they will be added to my email uh, marketing list. And then if people didn't want to stay on that, of course, they would just unsubscribe, which is no big deal. That is all okay. If you sell in person, then I um, I strongly encourage you to collect emails because I can bet you're probably one of the only people wherever you sell that would even be asking for email addresses. So I think you have a super incredible, valuable opportunity if you sell in person to really reach out with that valuable connection and asking your customers for their email address and people who visit your stall because I bet you hardly anybody else at wherever you are selling on the weekend is asking for email addresses and there are ways you can do this that are not at all salesy or spammy and you know that because you sell in person 
Um, anybody listening who sells in person, you already know this because it's so ingrained in you about being helpful and a great expert in your field and not salesy and just a great um, community member and building connections with your customers. That's what you do best because you're an in-person seller. So I'm sure you can come up with ways to collect email addresses from people who visit your stall and who shop with you that are not at all salesy or don't feel at all like a scam. And it just seems like another extension of the incredible customer service that you offer. I was chatting to a stall holder last year and she sells at markets on the weekends and she sells uh, food and beverages but she doesn't collect emails and she doesn't know how to and she's like well why would I collect an email why would someone give me their email what would I say to them and it was an easy answer for me I'm like oh this is easy you sell food and beverages that are tricky to post you could say hey can I add you to my email newsletter list and I'll let you know which market I'm at next and then she emails every week to let all of her customers and followers know what market she'll be at on the weekend and how they can come and pick up their orders from her directly. You know, if they don't want to wait for postage, they can they can know where she is at like this Saturday because she sent them an email on Thursday afternoon and they could place an order with her Friday and go pick it up on Saturday. It was like so easy I thought that would be such a helpful thing to offer her customers who already purchased from her at the market who loved her you know product they bought it from her once and then they went home and didn't know how to you know get in contact with her again or find out where she was going to be but how helpful what a super helpful thing for her to reach out via email and say hey guess what I'm here in the next month I'm at this market on this weekend and then the following weekend and the following weekend she'll give them a little calendar so every weekend they know where she is and they can either buy from her online go pick it up from her direct in person and save the postage cost and say hi or they can go and see her at the market and purchase from her so there are ways to do this you guys are business owners and you are creative people. You just need to sit down, have a little think about the best way or any way of trying this and putting together a bit of a plan and strategy and then putting it in place to start gathering some data and measuring it to see how it can work for you in whatever stage of e-commerce that you are at, whether you sell in person or just online like I do. So I want to uh, give you a little bit of statistics about my websites. I had a look into some data pulled up a few dashboards in Klaviyo and in Shopify. This is an interesting statistic. If you do email marketing, go and have a look at the percentage of your revenue that comes from email. Because when we send emails, like I said, sometimes I might send how many emails in a month? Let me think. Um, 10. Maybe I sell 10, send 10 emails in one month on one of my websites and two of those might have some sales against them and eight don't as an example. It seems like it's a worthwhile exercise sometimes and sometimes it's not. It's hard to know for sure until you actually go and look at the data. When you pull the data up, it can be quite eye-opening and I can promise you it's probably always encouraging and encourages you that this is totally a worthwhile exercise because let me tell you these couple of stats. So in 2022, the whole of 2022, the percentage of my total revenue throughout all of 2022 on one of my websites that came just from emails was 25%. 25% of the whole revenue from my online store through 2022 came just from emails. How incredible is that? Emails is the little group of people that I've got on a list that I get to contact and email and show great customer service and support to that I know get to hear from me because it's not just a post on social media and who sees it. Maybe no one, maybe 
2% of my followers. It's not, you know, an ad that I've had to run on Facebook and pay for that traffic to my website and then 70% of those people bounce away anyway. This is a group of people that I have collected gradually over time through because they purchased it from purchased from me so they're customers they followed me on social and they have signed up through my website um, they've joined through a giveaway or the pop-up on my website and i've gradually contacted them over time and nurtured them and spoken to them often and given them great value so that over the whole of 2022 the whole revenue i had for one website 25 percent of the whole revenue came just from email now that is validating if ever I've heard a statistic. That is the reason for you to start it today if you are not already doing so. On my other website, it was very similar. For the whole of 2022, the percentage of revenue that came just from email was 29%. So it's pushing almost a third of all my revenue from that website in all of 2022 was just from email marketing. People who say email marketing is dead, don't do email marketing. I've said that before and I stand by it. Or they don't do it very well, they don't do it consistently or there's no plan about it. And you know, just out of interest, I just had a look at my statistics for February this year. So February, 2023, on one of my websites, the percentage of revenue just from email in 2023 for February was 56% like crazy and the other website was 27% so still amazing and very good and then I thought wow when how long did it take me to get my very first sale from an email how long ago was that so I went back and had a little look in 2021 on one of my websites in February so the same month so let's say okay let's go back a bit so one of my websites the Revenue in February 2023 from email was 27%. The revenue from the same website two years earlier, so 2021, was 10%. You see how it's definitely grown for that. So originally it was 10% in 2021 in February. And now in February 2023, it's 27% of my revenue. And that statistic of 10% in 2021, just in February on one website, was about four months in business. So I had opened my store about four months earlier. So it took about four months to build that revenue percentage up to 10%. But I can tell you 10% was so exciting because again, this is this is con contact and connection you have with customers that you have like already acquired, already paid for through Facebook or already met in person and being able to leverage that opportunity to the maximum by asking for their email address and adding them to your list so that you've always got that contact point with them until they decide, to, you know, if they want to unsubscribe, that's all good. And then that's okay because you're always meeting new people. So it starts off small for everybody, but it grows over time. And then on my other website, when I looked at February 2021, it was zero because I actually hadn't started the website yet. So I had zero revenue and zero of that was from email marketing. But then when I had a look at one of my websites, I saw the very first email I had with a sale, which was $29.90 that I got in April 2021. So that was the website, The Turtle Journal, the, the sponsor of this podcast. So that website in April 2021, I had a sale from an email of $29.90. And the email was talking about a product that I was featuring in that email. I'd only started the website about again, about a month earlier. So about the same as my other website, it took about a month to get my first sale or um, from email. And yeah, I was so excited with that $29.90 in April 2021 
from an email like I said it validated the whole process so I can you know I started this you can start it too it's just a matter of when you decide to put a stake in the ground or a line in the sand every other cliche you want to use and actually start doing this properly and well properly start doing it start collecting email addresses and start emailing with some sort of strategy with my other website I actually had $600 in revenue just from email marketing within the first couple of months but I, I've kind of crossed that statistic out as anything I think is worth really conveying to you because it was late in 2020 and e-commerce as you know shopping online was an absolute bonzer back then like it was a boom there was stuff crazy stuff going on everybody was online buying everything Australia Post was you know hemorrhaging and couldn't keep up so in late 2020 I had $600 in revenue from one of my websites just from email but there's no way I would think that's a reasonable statistic at all to replicate in 2023 with a brand new business at all. So I've said this before as well in an episode which I will reiterate is that it really depends on the advice you listen to when that advice was coming from, particularly when it comes to e-commerce and trends and statistics. If you're listening to, you know, advice on YouTube or other podcasts with people who've made thousands of dollars before Apple did their privacy update, which was in 2021. I just don't think it's worth listening to anymore because the landscape's not the same. I'm not sure you could start an e-commerce store now and expect to get $600 in sale from email in your second month. But that was 2020, so that's why it happened. But I don't know that that's reasonable to expect today and I, I wouldn't expect that today either from a new website. So my point is though, you just need to start with something. You need to start collecting emails if you're not already. And if you do have emails, you need to start emailing them regularly and you need to start doing so by duplicating and sending two of every email. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So what to email your customers? I did an episode I suggest you listen to. It's actually one of my top rated episodes so far, it looks like. Episode number 30, which is called Top 10 Email Subject Lines. And I gave you specific emails that I sent and the specific revenue I got from each of those emails. And a lot of the examples in that episode were duplicates. In other words, it was the second version of the email I had sent 24 hours later. So when you send an email, I would strongly suggest that whatever email you send to your newsletter list, you then duplicate the email, you change the subject line and you send it again 24 hours later. The idea here is you're just trying to capture the attention of a group of people that you obviously didn't capture the attention of the first time or who didn't open your email the first time. So you can do this a few different ways. At the very, very least, I think you should just duplicate the same email, change the subject line and send it to the exact same group of people 24 hours later. That is the bare minimum I think you should do. I think if you did that, you would find some revenue. If you already get revenue from email, I reckon you'd be surprised how much more revenue you get from email just by doing this strategy. It seems a bit scary, I know, but it's really it's really not. We get so many emails from different places, nobody's going to think twice about it. But if you send the email a second time, just change the subject line. Just try and sort of make it sound a bit different so it might capture the attention of your customers in a different way. Because do you know what I found through early 2022 is when I started doing this. So I haven't been doing it for very long. But in early 2022, I started duplicating the campaign I'd just set up and changing the subject line and sending it again 24 hours later to the same group of people is that that second email often 
was attributed with over 70% of the revenue from that campaign. When that happened the first time, I felt like I had just left thousands of dollars on the table. For the previous two years, I hadn't been doing this. Is that when I send an email, let's say I sent an email this Saturday night to my email newsletter list, I would duplicate it and then change the subject line and schedule it to send again on Sunday to the same group of people. When I did that in early 2022, the revenue I did get from any email, I always got way more on the second email. And up to 70% was often a sim, you know, like a, a statistic or a percentage that was common. So let's say the two emails I send this weekend, I make $100 from both of them combined. 70 bucks of that came, would come on Sunday morning versus 30, $30 on Saturday morning. That's the difference I found in 2022 just by sending the same email a second time as a little reminder and just keeping yourself front of mind for your customers. Later on in 2022, I joined a like, membership group and they have a very specific email sending campaign strategy, which I'm sort of following mostly that campaign strategy now, which is very similar. But it's just that the only thing you change is that instead of sending your second email to everybody, you do a bit of a segment in Clavio and send it to the people that didn't open the original email. And then two days later, you send the same email again to everyone that did open it but didn't buy something. So you're basically sending an email once to everyone. The next day you send it to everyone who didn't open the first email. So if they did open the first email, don't worry because they're not gonna get this second email and be annoyed or something. Having said that, no one has ever been annoyed when I sent it to everyone a second time, so don't stress. And then you send the email a third time, but this time you just send it to those that opened the email and clicked on it, but didn't buy anything. So they obviously were a little bit interested and maybe your email is just a, hey, reminder about this product. So there are so many ways of doing this. There is lots of things you can test and try. But at the very least, I, I absolutely would go to sending it twice. That's what I did for most of 2022. And it worked so well for me. And I didn't get a single email from anybody who was annoyed. <laughs> if you're worried about that, not a single customer emailed me to say, hey, I can't believe you sent this to me twice. No one was annoyed that I sent the same email to them two times with a different subject line, like not a single person. Some people may be unsubscribed, but remember that's okay because you're always filling up the top of your marketing funnel. You're always meeting new people, you've got new ads running on Facebook and new people coming to your website and new people subscribing to your email newsletter list if you are nurturing that list and actively trying to grow it. So that's some of the two things I really wanted to convey to you today after looking at the percentage of my revenue from email because I was interested to have a look for myself with my two websites is that in all of 2022 the turtle journal 25% of my total revenue was just from email and my other website in 2022 29% of the total revenue was just from email and then which is really called cool, the turtle journal just for February this year the total percentage of my revenue that's just from emails, 56%. And I absolutely think that's a testament to the strategy I've set up this year, the areas I'm trying to lean into and be really consistent in, having identified that they work well, like email. And now I've got the time and the extra focus in my life because I'm doing this full time to really sort of put the effort and energy into the areas I have found to work for me the last couple of years, with email being one of them, which is why I think 56% of my revenue in February was just from email. 
So please start doing this today if you're not already. Please go start sending emails to your newsletter list if you're not already doing so. At least once a week, I try and do it two to three times a week. And please send at least two. If you send one email this week, double it and send it 24 hours later again, I promise you, you'll find it so worthwhile. If you get revenue from an email, I bet you'll find you'll get a higher percentage come through from that second email almost every time. And if you're not already doing email marketing, please start collecting some email addresses. Put together some strategy, have a bit of a think about where you sell, how you sell. Put some planning in place about the ways that you could maybe collect emails and some creative ways to do that. And the value you can offer your customers in return for their email address so that you can keep in contact with them and nurture those customers. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this Diary Style podcast. I hope this has been a little encouragement for you as we spent this time together. I hope it's also maybe given you a bit of motivation or inspiration to perhaps put some you know, time and effort into some things maybe you've been putting off like email marketing that you, you have heard from many places like me. It's so worth doing and you're keen to give it a try for yourself. I don't think you will regret it. So thanks for hanging out and sharing some wins and challenges of growing a product-based business. Head to my website, send me an email. I'd really love to hear from you and check out my podcast episode number 30 with top 10 email subject lines that give you some ideas of things you could maybe try and set some strategy and some campaigns in place. Remember, duplicate it 24 hours later, send it again to the same group of people and see how you go and see if you get some results. And I'll see you next time. Keep learning.